This is the Carl Miller Show, where we talk about all things real estate, financial investments, and getting into a home you love. With over 15 years of experience, this is your host, Carl Miller. Good morning. You're listening to the Carl Miller Show. I am your host, Carl Miller, principal broker at Carl Miller Realty LLC. We're located over at 7700 Timberlake Road in Lynchburg, and we are your caring, competent, trusted advisor for real estate sales and service, specializing in residential real estate. So today's three topics, three misconceptions we're hearing from buyers today. What is Washington attempting to do in order to ease the housing shortage? And in the second half of our show, we'll discuss the five hottest zip codes in the country for home sales, some fall decor tips, and compare average market times and prices this September versus September of 2020. Special thanks to Fortress Foundation Solutions for sponsoring our show this month. Fortress Foundation Solutions is a locally owned company that takes pride in protecting your fortress. They specialize in basement waterproofing foundation repair, crawl space encapsulation, and concrete leveling. With free estimates and professional service, trust the local experts at Fortress Foundation Solutions for all things basementy. Visit FortressFoundationSolutions.com. It's time for a new featured listing from Carl Miller Realty. We have an amazing house priced at just $89 per square foot located at 114 Harrison Street. And this home is an amazing value and move-in ready with updated landscaping, fresh paint throughout, a brand new central air system, and featuring four bedrooms and two and a half bathrooms. There is so much to love at this home. It's built in 1908 and features high ceilings, solid doors, thick trim, and the narrow band hardwood flooring throughout. This is a beautiful home. The historical street had the cobblestones recently reworked, and it, it, it's within walking distance to the new renovations and restaurants of downtown. Best value in the historical district today with a new price of just $279.9. For more information, check out carlmillerrealty.com. And uh, we'll get you the information that you want on that. Well, today joining us is Yancey Campbell, our marketing director at Carl Miller Realty LLC. Good morning, Yancey. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. You know, today is a bit of a somber day as 20 years ago marks the anniversary of 9-11. Mm. And it's, it's one of those days in history that you just never forget. There's been a lot of moments in history that are ingrained in people's minds. And I think about the generations before me, you know, they talk about where they were when Pearl Harbor happened. And, yeah. you know, those folks are, you know, kind of dying out now. But uh, JFK, you know, when, when that assassination happened. And I remember as a kid in grade school when the Space Shuttle Challenger exploded. And 9-11 mm-hmm. was a defining moment for our country 20 years ago. And, and the stories and courage displayed that to this day are just inspirational for us. There are many people, including some of our own clients, who were directly affected by this event, lost loved ones or coworkers. And uh, we remember them, and our hearts go out to you on this anniversary of this tragic event. Mm -hmm. I also want to encourage you uh, to stop by the Field of Honor on Millray's Drive off of Graves Mill Road that's hosted by the um, uh, Forest Rotary Club. And just in honor of the – and a fundraiser for first responders, it's a great little display of flags, a thousand flags out there. Yeah, I drove by it the other day, and it's just – it's amazing to see that. It's beautiful. Yeah, it really is, and I think it's a good honoring tribute. So you were you born yet in 2011? Yes, you were, but you don't remember. I was, I was. I Nancy's young. I'm, I'm, I'm the old guy here. You know, I'm, I'm in my, my, my mid-40s now, but, uh, you know, it's interesting because it was only 20 years ago. Yeah. And it seems yeah. like, I mean, you just, you just don't forget those days. It's really it's, sad. Yeah. But uh, we have a few events that our office has been hosting and have hosted, and yeah. so we just continue to stay plugged into our community with a few things. Tell us about we wrapped up our shoe drive this week. Yesterday, yeah, we wrapped it up. Um, I want to say we, as a brokerage, collected 
500 or more pairs of shoes. I would say so. For the Come to the Altar shoe drive, which is so amazing. That's so encouraging to me. And Jorge Cruz, the CEO of Come to the Altar, was thrilled. He came the past three weeks. He would come every other day to pick shoes up because we just right. had them overflowing in the right. in the lobby area. So, so thank you, listeners. So many yeah, of you dropped by you. and just you know we had that little, we had our little box in the foyer, just a small box, and it was constantly overflowing. People were just yeah. dropping off bags and boxes. <laughs> it's and it, awesome. was, it was amazing how many shoes we collected. So mm-hmm. hopefully those will go to a good cause, and we just appreciate the generosity of Lynchburg community. Yeah, and secondly, we have our sponsorship for the upcoming Virginia Ten Miler race. That's in September. That's on the twenty fifth. And last last week we had Jeff Ferdoco talk with us, and yeah. it was amazing to hear the changes they have for the four-miler course and all those fun things going on. So be sure to sign up for that if you haven't already. Right. And are you doing it, Yancey? <laughs> I don't know yet. You're doing it. <laughs> all right. I guess I'm doing <laughs> it. We're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so if you want to catch that uh, interview with Jeff, which is really fun, check out the uh, Carl Miller Show podcast. Just go to any podcast platform. We're on Spotify. We're yes. on Stitcher. We're on the Apple platform. Just check that out. Yeah. And then tonight is the Freedom 424 Gala. Uh, we had Joy Cover on a couple weeks back mm-hmm. talking about that. And this is, an event, this is an event that our office has looked forward to for quite a while now. Mm-hmm. And while this event is sold out, we continue to support them and appreciate the work they're doing in raising awareness of human trafficking and just teaching us how we as a community can fight against that. So check out freedom424.org and we appreciate Joy coming on with us a couple weeks back and explaining yeah. about it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And so, yeah, that should be a fun event tonight. I'm so excited. Looking, yeah. Yeah. You'll be there. I'll be there as well. Yep. So three misconceptions that are happening that I'm starting to hear about in the marketplace today. And I just wanted to address those today for listeners. And the three misconceptions are, number one, there are no homes for sale. <laughs> number two, it's impossible for me to get a loan. And third, I can't afford to buy a house. And sometimes it's just easier to state excuses for not moving forward. Mm -hmm. And it can stem actually from misinformation that somebody said, or it can be just laziness or not doing the research or just, I I, I say all the time, make an informed decision. When you're buying a home or selling a home, make an informed decision. I I do hear the stories about people that have regrets and almost the one common theme of people who have regrets, it's because they didn't make an informed decision. So gather as much information as you can. And I want to just share some of the facts about what's happening in the real estate market right now in Lynchburg. And so first of all, there are 125 more houses for sale right now in greater Lynchburg than there were in April. Hmm. And in fact, as of Friday, there were 331 homes for sale. And and what's interesting is 41% of those are priced under $250,000. So so to say that there are no single family homes for sale, it's just a myth Mm -hmm. because uh, homes are coming on the market every day. In fact, just on Thursday, 19 homes came on the market. I will say this, 19 also went off the market. They either went under contract or or a couple of them actually pulled off the market. But um, but the reality is, is that the market's circulating houses on every single day. And if you're a buyer today and you're watching, there are, there are options for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second myth is we're hearing some people state, there's no way I can get a loan. And, and while getting financing for a home has its challenges, you know, you've got to have a job, you've got to have a decent credit score. The question I always ask is, look, have you tried? Have you, have you talked to, to a local lender mm-hmm. to explore your options? A really good lender can let you know if, if your credit score is low, how to raise your credit score quick, quickly. Credit score quickly. You know, one lender we work with is just really good at helping buyers consolidate debt, you know, into one loan and, and just improve their credit score that way. And, and it's amazing just by doing a few tweaks financially, someone who wants to buy a home that may not be able to today can do so in just a few months. I mean, mm-hmm. it, there, there's things you can do as a consumer to, to put yourself in position to buy a house. 
And there's a way. And if you want it, you can get it. And so, you know, if you've got income coming in, and, and I know, you know, from a first-time buyers especially, it sometimes are pretty heavily loaded down with student debt. There's been some changes in the way student debt is calculated into debt-income ratios. But the reality is, is that housing is, is within reach for mm-hmm. most people, especially in Lynchburg. Yeah, absolutely. And that leads us to the third uh, myth that's out there, and that's housing is unaffordable. And, and this misconception does have an element of truth to it for some folks. If you're an hourly worker and you know the ratio of income to housing payment has definitely gone up because rents have gone up, mm-hmm. but, but the housing payment has not gone up nearly as fast as you might think, just thanks to the very low interest rates. In fact, a $300,000 home today with a 4.5 interest rate is actually a payment higher than buying a $350,000 house with a 3% rate. And you know that, and that's the, the deal is that you know the pay, I think and I don't remember the exact math but I think it's $120 less a month hmm. uh, just because the interest rate makes a big deal and so right now rates are below 3%, 2.88 uh, is coming out of the rate this week is mm-hmm. from what the, the the numbers are this week for example. So rents are rising. In fact, uh, the National Association of Realtors just put out a report that rents are up almost 10%, 9.8% from a year ago. And what's interesting is that those rents are going to continue to climb. Landlords aren't going to absorb, you know, the rising prices without mm-hmm. rising raising their rents. And so if you're a tenant today, just just recognize that your rents are probably going to continue to climb whereas if you buy a house, your your payment is locked in. Now, I will say single-family homes are up. In fact, the NAR, National Association of Realtors, just put out a report that the average single, I'm sorry, the median sales price for a single-family home in the U.S. is now 359000 And it wasn't long ago at all, Yancey. It was under three hundred. I remember, mm-hmm. you know, it was, it was 295 for a long, 298 for a long time, and then it hit over three hundred. And we talked about that on the air, that it's $300,000 now. So that's up 18% from 12 months ago, the three three fifty nine number. But again, the the interest rates are down. They're under 3% right now. So as far as a payment goes, it's not that much higher. So the myth being that uh, housing is unaffordable, it's a myth, at least for South Central Virginia. And uh, so I, I would just say make an informed decision. If you're thinking about buying a home, talk to a local lender, get get good information, know what you need to do. And, uh, and have them run numbers for you so you can know exactly what your payment would be. And mm-hmm. I bet you'd be surprised. You may be lower, in fact, very good chance, especially for first-time home buyers, that your housing payment will be lower than a rent payment will be. So it's, it's a good time to still buy a house. Yeah, absolutely. So Washington is taking note of the housing crisis. I use that word in quotes. And just kind of the shortage of homes and housing affordability. And the reality is we're, we're so blessed here. We're so far below what the national average of pricing is uh, here in, in Lynchburg. But... Washington is introducing some legis- legislation. The Biden administration really wants to free up and free up the log jam. And I think it's important to note that the National Association of Realtors again says that over the last ten years, there's there's a shortage of 5.5 million houses. So so there's just a wow. major crunch in housing, and you know we need new houses. But there's a few things they're doing. They're introducing legislation. One of them is that the the, re- the restrictions for Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, the lending guidelines for apartment buildings that would qualify for low income tax tax credits, they're going to be loosened a little bit. So, hmm. so investors will have an easier time to purchase these types of buildings. There's some tax incentive to try to make uh, rent payments affordable for, for low-income folks. And so uh, in an effort to do that, to attract investors, Fannie and Freddie are, are going to be loosening their lending guidelines. And this is coming down from, you know, from Washington. Mm-hmm. Secondly, a grant program is being expanded for the community development financial institutions 
to create and build affordable housing units. And I think in the next 10 years, there's going to be some cool technology coming into housing. I've been reading about 3D printed houses and Mm -hmm. how there's some real cool technology coming out that is is making a concerted effort to get the house pricing down. Mm -hmm. And I think there's some really cool technology that's not even invented yet we're going to experience over the next 10 years. And it'll be kind of fun to see that. But, uh, But anyway, there's some grant programs being offered right now. To, uh, to, to create and build affordable housing. Thirdly, manufactured homes. Um, more financing options are being offered for these types of houses in the near future. And, you know, you, we've, there was kind of this craze a few years ago. It's still kind of going on about t- tiny houses. Mm-hmm. And basically, I mean, you think about it, that's really what, you know, manufactured homes somewhat are. Right. You know, right. They're, they're just built in a factory. They're controlled environments. and they're, but, the, but the challenge with them are it's hard to get financing, especially on the resale markets. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, here in Bedford County, Campbell County, Amherst County, there's a lot of manufactured housing and they are affordable. But the challenge is we can't get financing very easily. So anyway, there's more man- more financing options coming down the pike for, for those. And then finally, distressed properties, homes or houses that need work may be easier to finance through the Federal Housing Administration, okay. FHA, in the future. And so what, what this program will allow, if it passes, is it'll allow buyers to purchase and complete uh, compete with cash buyers for homes in rough shape. Typically today, when you see a house comes on the market and it needs a lot of work, mm-hmm. the buyers who buy those are either cash investors or investors getting you know hard money loans or right. private private money, or or they've got substantial down payment through a conventional loan. And the first time buyer who would like to buy a home like that that needs new floors and new paint, yeah. maybe there's holes in the in the walls, uh, they just don't qualify for FHA mm-hmm. today. But um, there's there's some expansions coming that the Biden administration wants to allow happen to allow first-time buyers to compete with cash buyers. I think that's great for somebody that wants to build or wants to renovate a fixer-upper or something like that, but just doesn't have, you know, all cash to pay for it. I agree, because there's a lot of people that have got skills and they don't mind sweat equity. It's it's the Mm -hmm. easiest way to gain, you know, property value and and, and if you do something like that. And I mean, the first house I bought was kind of a Mm fixer-upper and, you know, it, it worked out well for us. We put some sweat equity into it. I was a contractor at the time and you know, we ended up selling it seven years later for a lot more than what we paid for That's it. Awesome. And so, yeah, so that, that opportunity is out there. Carl's Clips. Carl's Real Estate Tip of the Week. All right. Today's clip is if you want to buy a home, the very first step is to talk with a local trusted lender. You know, a good lender will listen, will verify your income and debt ratios, Get your credit score and put you on the path for success in obtaining financing for a new home. Know your options, make an informed decision, and get a loan that meets your needs. If you need a lender, call us. We'll refer you to a great one. And that's our little clip of the week. So kind of reemphasizing what we already talked about, Nancy, but you know, it's so important. (laughs) Yeah. Well, when we come back, we're going to learn about some fall decoration tips that will make your house feel like home and learn how much Lynchburg area houses really appreciated in the last 12 months. We're back with The Carl Miller Show. I'm your host, Carl Miller, joined in studio by Yancey Campbell, a marketing director with Carl Miller Realty. And... We've got just kind of some fun decorating tips this segment. That's right. That's right. Um, well, fall has really crept up on us fast, and I'm I'm really ready for it. Are you, Carl? Yeah, I love the cool weather. I that's love awesome. getting out of the house in the morning. It's 
nice and crisp. And yeah, I walked outside uh, yesterday morning for work, and I was like, "Woo, it's like sweater weather now." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Personally, I love summer and all the fun activities that come with it, but fall is my favorite season to decorate for. I just think that it's so much fun setting out pumpkins and all of the different things on front porch. And so, in this second segment, we're going to highlight three fall decoration tips and how to achieve curb appeal like no other. And if you're like, I have no idea where to start, I feel like it's too much work, then this is the right segment for you because these three tips are very easy to achieve. That's cool. Well, you you did a good job at our office getting the downstairs and just ready yeah. and you know, now we can have fun with it for That's fall. That's right. I'm excited for it. That was a that was a fun project to do and I'm going to talk a little bit about that um towards the end of this segment, but uh, to jump in, our first point is make guests feel right at home from the moment they meet your front door. Speaking of Get that front porch and that door decorated because it is so much more inviting when people come to your house or even look at your house. And if your mm -hmm. home's for sale, decorate, make it look pretty. I mean, you don't have to have a bunch of family pictures out, but really make it feel welcoming and homey. Mm -hmm. um, when I'm walking up to someone's home and I see that they've taken the time to really add a fresh design to their porch and front door, it's much more inviting. Um, and especially with fall coming up, you can do, you know, bales of hay, pumpkins outside. If you are a big Halloween person, you can decorate for Halloween. Right. Um, and those are just small things and, and fun can, things that yeah. you can do to spice it up That's a little fun. bit. And, you know, mums are around here too. Yes, we and they're the, beautiful. They are. Yeah. So we're kind of blessed with that. And uh, I feel like this region of the country. I cannot keep plants alive, but mums, they don't die easily. That's right. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> so it works great if you're not a plant person. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Moving on to tip number two um and this one comes from the most recent issue of southern living quote if you're on a budget and wondering how you can do some fall decorating on a cheap budget snag some leaves pine cones and branches from the backyard and put them on display in a glass vase or bowl on your kitchen counter um, we did this last year for thanksgiving just like in the middle of the table as a centerpiece and it's literally things that are in your backyard so it's mm -hmm. very easy simple and it literally is free um, and once you're inside a home, cozy paint colors and wallpaper, fresh flowers, and maybe a vintage runner underfoot makes an entry hall feel very special when you walk into a home. You can also hang baskets for a more homey-looking texture oh, on walls. That's a great and idea. thrift stores have tons of different woven baskets that honestly were probably made years ago and by somebody that really cared for them. So you can pick those up in thrift stores around Lynchburg, and we have some great ones here too. That's a great idea. So... Um, and yeah, and I actually just finished designing a space for our office downstairs in our basement, and I wanted it to be inviting to all of the agents so that we could have formal meetings in there, but I also wanted it to be an informal space for lunch or coffee with friends as well. So I went with light, airy colors that matched our design. So our, our main colors are blue and white, and I really went with that blue and ran with it and did some um, light blue in the carpet and whitewashed the fireplace for a bright perspective mm -hmm. as you walk in. And it, it actually turned out really great. It and I was did. happy with how it looked. So yep, we got a great lounge area now with yeah. the, complete with a pool table. That's right. We got a pool table <laughs> as well. All right. Now to our um, third and final tip. Um, and this one is my favorite. It's cue the copper. Mm. And copper is pretty much the fashion slash decor trend of 2021 mm -hmm. um, from copper farmhouse sinks to doorknobs and cabinet pulls. This is the decor trend of this year. It's continuously recyclable. It's antimicrobial, versatile. Copper is great choice to use all around the home. Um, there are multitude of different ways in which you can incorporate a copper aesthetic into an interior. I've seen white, you know, kitchen cabinets with copper poles, and it's just very fresh and pretty. I've seen people that have renovated homes and listed them. I was looking at 
the MLS yesterday morning and there's quite a few kitchens with accents of copper in there. Mm -hmm. And I think that's great just for even selling homes to just kind of say, hey, we know what the trends are. We care about this as people are looking at showings and things like that. Right. Um, And the coloring within copper is perfect for your fall decor this year. It matches the pumpkins that are out on your porch and everything flows really well together. So Sure. Well, it is. You you raise a good point just because if somebody puts a little bit of effort into Mm -hmm. just matching the season, it does. It makes a big, great first impression. Yeah, if you're If you're not selling your house, this is just kind of for fun. You yeah, know, invite guests ways. over. Absolutely. Yeah. But if you're selling your house too, it's a great tip. That's right. Those are great tips, Yancy. Thank you. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> I'm no cool. interior designer, but these are things I've found that have been successful and a lot of fun to do along the way. Absolutely. I, and I love it. Well, we, we always strive to share, share good information that can be helpful for listeners when it comes to housing and, and house values and all of that. And I wanted to talk a little bit about um, some statistics that that we should know that that obviously as agents and real estate professionals we stay on top of, but just that would be good, helpful for the community as well. Uh, you know, last segment we talked about the statistics of the median sales price in the U.S. How mm-hmm. that's now at three hundred fifty nine thousand. Now that's the median price, and the average price is actually a little higher than that. You know, if you think about averages, you you got some the high end homes will skew the number and pull it up, but the median numbers I find just tend to be a little bit more accurate of what's really going on in the market, but that's the median number, 359. So the question is, what's the median sales price of Lynchburg and the three touching counties here for single family homes? And so if I go back six months and just look at the median sales price, you know, just go back to, let's see, this is the ninth month, it be the third month, middle of, you know, March mm-hmm. through today. The median sales price is $235,000. That was the median sales price. And if I just look at the month of August only, it's 240000 So I mean, we're, we're well below the national average, right. about more than a third. Um, average sales prices are up 13.7%. So now in the U.S., the NAR just put out the report. It's 18% year, September to September. But here in Lynchburg, we're up 13.7%. Okay. So 14% rounded off in mm-hmm. the last 12 months. So 12 months ago, now this is the average. Again, keep, keep in mind, I switched on you here. We're, we're talking the average. Every sales price a year ago was 235 and today it's 267 Wow. So 13.7% increase. List price versus uh, sales price. So there's a statistic that I like to track as a real estate professional, and that's, you know, what's the average sales price of a home compared to the list price? And mm-hmm. for as long as I can remember, I've been selling real estate for over 16 years now. That number has pretty consistently been around three percent, and 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 the emphasis I would always make with sellers is look, the average sales price is around ninety seven percent. It would bounce around ninety six and a half percent, about ninety seven and a half percent. But the but it was so critical for sellers to price their home right. And what would happen sometimes is sellers would try to get that extra you know five percent or ten percent, but inevitably, especially in more of a buyer's market, the the sellers would have to adjust their price down, adjust it again mm-hmm. downward, and and the sales price would pretty consistently you know around ninety seven percent of what the list price was. Well, last year, this time, this month, last year, 2020, September, that the, the average was 98.7%. So mm. the gap was 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 narrowing. And this year, it's for the first time ever, it's actually a little bit more than 100%. Wow. Just over 100%. Um, rounded off, it's 100%, but it's actually like 100.1%. So for the first time ever in Lynchburg, at least in the last 16 years, that right. since I've been selling, we're seeing an average sales price of above the list price. Now, there's a couple things that happen sometimes. Sometimes buyers are asking for closing costs, and right. they're taking the closing cost and rolling it into the purchase price. But um, more often than not, it's just a reflection of the market getting multiple offers 
and the average sales price is just over 100%. So again, it is critical as a seller to price it right. If you mm -hmm. overprice, uh, you're kind of, it's a death knell. If you price it right, and buyers are fighting over your house, that's a good place to be. Yeah. Average market time. So last September, the average days on market was 44 days. And that was the average market time in September of last year. Today, it is 19 days. Now wow. that's the Take average. That yeah. Remember how we talked about the median price a few, yep. a few months, a few weeks ago? Uh, that median number is still seven. Mm -hmm. So the median number is seven days on the market, but the average is, is 19 days right mm -hmm. now. But what, again, what's fascinating is September of last year, 44 days, down to 19 days right now. That's less than that's half. That's crazy. Months of housing supply. So this is a measurement where you take the pace of sales and you divide it into the current inventory. So September 2020, it was 1.43. 1.43 months of housing supply. Today, it's down to 1.17. So rounded off 1.45 last year and mm -hmm. 1.2 this year. So months of housing supply is definitely down. Um and, and that's a critical number because if you have five months of housing supply, that's kind of the benchmark between a, a buyer's market and a seller's market. And we are so tipped imbalanced towards the seller's favor that, you know, to hear 1.2 months of housing supply is, is, is quite, right. quite yeah. amazing, actually. So even though, even though, you know, we talked in the first half about how more and more houses are coming on the market, uh, we're still, it's still less than it was a year ago. And then finally, the number of home sales year to date. Do you, would you guess that it's more or less? You know, we've, we've seen the crazy face of the market. But Definitely just, more. I think, yeah, <laughs> and it is. And that's, that's what's kind of interesting is that uh, 2,004 homes sold this week last year. Wow. And that number is now 2,113 this year. Wow. So it's, it's about 110 more houses closed. I would have thought it would have been even more than that. Right. Well, I think um, there's a couple of things that, that's happening. So one of the things is that the market is tight. I mean, mm -hmm. so buyers are are challenged. I mean, yeah. you know, we've had a lot of buyers that made three, four, or five offers on houses before they finally secured the right house. So, mm -hmm. so there is a little bit of buyer fatigue. But, but I think what I find encouraging with that is that even though uh, you, we hear all the stories about how it's a seller's market and prices are up, the reality is is that there's more sales. So the market just continues to circulate on and off and on and off, and and they're turning over fast. But again, goes back to that myth we talked about in the first half. There's no homes for sale. No, that's a myth. Mm -hmm. There are there are plenty of homes for sale. It's just that they turn over really fast. Yeah. yeah. And so as a buyer, you have to be in position to pounce. And that's that's really what it comes down to. So it'll be interesting to see where this trend goes. I, I'm going to guess that we're going to stay ahead of last year's pace. I think the market is actually gearing up for a lot of sales. I think so. Fourth too, quarter for 2021. Um, so, so if you're a buyer, I would just say this, that you've got a little bit of a window of opportunity right now. Again, like we talked about, there's, there's over a hundred more homes for sale than there were in the spring. Uh, secondly, the interest rates are at all time low and, uh, you know, don't wait. There's a good chance as a buyer, you could be in your new home by Christmas. So make that happen. Talk yeah. to a good local real estate professional that you can work with. And then again, talk to a good local lender. Uh, we've got the uh, people in place that we'd be glad to refer you to. And you can be in a new home locked into your low payment at, for forever. No, no fear of rising rent rates. That's right. It's a really good window of opportunity for you as it a is. buyer right now. And for sellers, again, the market's at all time highs. So if you'd like to get an exact idea of what your house is worth, what you can net from the sale of your property, mm -hmm. that's what we do. we got a full-time staff of professionals that are ready to help you, and we can help you determine that number. That's one of the things I specialize in is helping sellers see exactly what they're going to net if they were to sell yeah, right now. Yeah, that's right. And now, the bizarre real estate fact of the week. All right. Known as the SV Starship because of its space-like 
spaceship-like appearance, the distinctive residence in Sun Valley area of Idaho is on the market for $7 million. I saw a picture of this yesterday, Carl, and uh-huh. it is like, it's a it's a spaceship on the ground with plumbing, electrical, all that stuff. That is awesome. It's amazing. $7 million, though. So wow. if you got $7 million, go buy it for well, that's me. That's a good conversation piece if you have people over your house. Yeah. Come, to, right. come to the well, I, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well, if you have real estate questions you want answered on air, send your questions to any of our social media platforms. You can also reach out to the comment line at WLNI, which is 434-333-2009. Again, that comment line is 333-2009. Leave your questions there. We will address them in the future shows. I want to thank you for tuning in to The Carl Miller Show, your local, caring, competent, and trusted advisors for all things real estate. Thanks again to our month's sponsor, Fortress Foundation Solutions. Contact them or learn more at FortressFoundationSolutions.com. Have a great weekend, everyone. We'll see you next Saturday for another morning of The Carl Miller Show.